everyone. Welcome to Wine Hour with Kelsey. First, I would like to start and apologize for my voice. <laughs> it's going to take some getting used to, um, but I'm really excited. I had a dream for a podcast. I woke up this morning just flooded with ideas and things that I would love to talk about and just really have an open space to to let all of you guys tell me your thoughts and your feelings and share stories and do interviews and honestly get to sit behind a screen without makeup on in my sweatpants not having to look nice none of you can see what I look like but trust me I have wine in hand um so for this first episode I don't really know I think I should just probably start with a little bit about myself this is probably the only podcast episode where I will talk about myself um maybe in small comments in passing but really like I can tell you once and then no one cares. So um, let me start by saying I am 30. I turned 30 in 2020. COVID ruined my 30th birthday. I am one of those statistics. But just kidding. It wasn't actually ruined. I, I went to the melting pot with my parents. That was a good time. Um, let's see. I have two and a half year old twin boys. They are incredible, somewhat of a nightmare, but also incredible, and I love them so much. They were IVF babies, so my husband and I did IVF, and actually it worked on the first try, so they're my little miracle babies. Um, And also, fun fact for you, I surprised my husband with twins. I, by that I mean we went through the process and my husband wanted one baby and was like, please transfer one embryo. And I said, no, I think I'll transfer two. I think we'll do two just give it more odds. You know, we wouldn't have been able to pay and do the whole process again if it didn't work. So we, I wanted to transfer two and give it more chances, give them more chances to take. And the doctor said that was fine, but that they would most likely both take because I was pretty healthy and, you know, whatever. So anyway, gave us twins. And I told him later that I was like, by the way, I chose to transfer two and they both took. So we're having two babies. And he was okay. He was a little shocked, but also not really because I definitely do what I want a lot of the time. Um, what else? I'm from Michigan. I was born and raised in Michigan, Flint, Michigan. Um, or actually from a little small town right outside Flint, but if you're not from anywhere in Flint, you wouldn't know where it is. So it's basically Flint, like five minutes away from Flint. And I miss the Midwest. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Colorado's beautiful. Of course, it has all of its perks. Um, but I, there's a real serious lack of water here. And I just, I really need, I love the beach. I love lakes. I love water in general. I'm a water baby. You're basically a mermaid. And there's not enough water here for me. So, you know, that's that. Um, let me think. Any any fun facts? Actually, I did want to tell you guys a little bit. Well, of course, about why I started with weddings. Um, and a little bit of my backstory. Not that you care, but I'm going to go tell you anyway. So my husband right now is actually my third husband. Yes, my third 
for those of you that are really close to me, my best friends know about my previous husbands and previous history, but I don't think any of my clients do. And most of my frienders, I don't think they do either because it's not something that I just advertise. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I'll tell you a little bit about that because I think that shaped me into who I am today and you know what I believe in and why I believe those things. So I got married at 19 to a Marine. I was a another statistic. I really love those. I uh, really love being a part of those. And, and he deployed about a month after we got married. And then about a month into his deployment, he stepped on a bomb and lost both of his legs. So then he was medevaced or whatever, airlifted to a hospital in Germany, I think. And then from there, he was there for about a month and they finally let him come back to the States. And then I think the closest like VA hospital to help was in Maryland. So he was in ICU in Maryland for quite a long time. And at the time we were living in California. So I met him out there. Um, We, you know, that was life then him trying to deal with the changes that were forced upon him and me dealing with the changes and the trauma and everything and only being 19 and not knowing how to handle it. So we went from being young and married and in love to, oh my God, what is happening? And he really just didn't, you know, he didn't want to be a husband anymore. He didn't want to have a wife. He didn't want to do anything or think about anything other than, you know, his day to day and how he was going to live anymore, which is understandable. Absolutely fair. I wouldn't either. And I don't, I don't hold any of that against him. You know, it just, it kind of was circumstantial and, you know, you never go into your first marriage or you never go into getting married thinking that it's not going to last. Right. So that was tough. I think, you know, we were divorced within two years. He had so much, you know, prosthetic training and like so much ahead of him that he needed to focus on. And, you know, I wasn't, our marriage wasn't really a priority anymore and it is what it is, you know, so it's fine. Um, I think we were divorced just before I was 21 and I was really jaded from that. I, I didn't, I didn't know how to come back from that. I, you know, like, like I said, I, he was the one and I went into being married, expecting to be married forever. So that threw me for a loop and then, and not so much in a good way. So then I met my second husband on Plenty of Fish (laughs) for all of you laughing. Yes. Plenty of Fish. And he was horrible, horrible excuse for a human. I don't think that I loved him. I'm pretty sure it was just, I don't know, like passion or whatever, whatever you feel for people at 21, whatever you feel that's not always genuine love. Um, And yeah, so then we got married and he went to prison a month after we got married. And so then I was like, okay why am I in this situation for one? Why am I this stupid? And for two, I did not love him enough, if at all, to wait around for, you know, five to 50 years. You know, like, I don't know. I wanted kids. Of course I wanted all those things. And 
that was just stupid. I don't even have words for that marriage, to be honest with you. So we're just gonna, we're gonna wrap this one up. So then I got divorced within, I don't, I don't even know, six months probably because it was like a brick hit me in the face and it was like, you need to grow the F up and just stop being this way. So yes, then I was 22 and had been married and divorced twice. The second one, you don't really count, but I mean, I like have to count it. So, and then went through my twenties. I was a little bit of a slut. I'm not going to lie. I definitely had a lot of men issues, like never going to get married ever again. I was just really jaded and they were all, all of my issues were self-inflicted. I mean, I guess aside from my first marriage and that trauma that happened, that was, you know, could not have been avoided, but everything else I pretty much did to myself and had to learn the hard way, such as life. So then I met my husband when I was, my husband now, when I was 25, I believe. And on our first date, he like knew that I was the one. And I was like, I don't think you're, you're right about that. (laughs) I'm not sure. And so we did a lot of on and off again, on again and off again for quite a while until finally I gave in and here we are married. But funny story, during one of our off again periods, he was so stalkery that I actually filed a restraining order against him. (laughs) I'm laughing now because it's funny. At the time, it was really irritating. But um, he just would like show up everywhere that I was and he would just be there. Like if I was at the bar with girlfriends and I took a Snapchat or an Instagram or anything, he would literally be there within 10 minutes. And it was just like, (laughs) okay, anyway, I don't even know. I love him. It's fine. He's my husband now. But um. But yeah, those are very brief recaps of my previous marriages and previous life, which, again, no one probably cares. But I think that having gone through all of these experiences and just, you know, thinking you know what love is and realizing that maybe you don't, um, it just takes it takes a while. And now having had. Well, I didn't have a wedding the second time. I had a big wedding the first time. And then my husband now and I had a micro wedding actually. So I, I just, I really believe in true love and I think, and you know, I, I just love being a part of other people's happily ever after. Maybe it's because I finally found mine. Um, or, you know, I mean, there's a, I'm sure there's a ton of reasons, but I do know that going through what I've been through has just shaped the way that I view marriage and commitment and life and all of those things in general. Um, And, you know, I started my business just as a little fun fact. Uh, My twins are now two and a half. And when I had them, when they were newborns and I was home with them, uh, my husband and I had an agreement that I could stay home with them until they started school. So probably four or whatever. Um, and then I would need to work again because twins are expensive. And I also have a 12 year old stepson. So three kids, kids are expensive and three are very expensive and it would just need to work that way. So, um, yeah, so I was home with my infants and I kind of just hit me. I really needed to do something else for me. Not that being a mom isn't good enough. That is not what I'm saying, but there's just something about having your whole day and your whole world, Like, 
I'm on their schedule. Everything that I do, of course, is for them. And I'm glad to do it for them. But I was getting thrown up on all day and shit on all day and like crying babies and never getting sleep. And while I loved it, I I think, okay, a little pretext. My mother is a stay-at-home mother. So I grew up my entire life wanting and planning to be a stay-at-home mom and not working. Like she she always was. She hadn't hasn't worked a day in my life. She was always there for everything and that that's just the life I grew up in and I got used to it and I also loved it. I appreciated it. She was always there. My dad worked from home a lot of the time too, so my family was just always around me and I grew up wanting to be a stay-at-home mom too. That's that was the intention that I had going into my first marriage at 19. And, you know, life has other plans and that's fine. So now finally having kids in my final marriage and being 28, um, I just had gone into it with all of these expectations. And then I had them and I was like, wow, I mean, they're beautiful and great and I love them, but I cannot stay home with them all day. This is not realistic. At least not for me. There are plenty of stay-at-home moms, like my mom, and power to you. I just I just really couldn't do it. It really just hit me one day that I needed to do something else for me, some other outlet, something else that I loved, so that, you know, I was filling my cup in other ways, and I could come back to them and you know, be giving them all of me and not feel like it was being, it was draining, you know? So they were about one or almost one, maybe six months sometime in that window. And I really started to think about, okay, what am I going to do for me? And what am I going to do also? Cause I have to go back to work. So whatever I do for me has to provide an income. <laughs> um, and and it just, it also hit me, it was, it was kind of a revelation that I've, I've always loved planning. I've always been psycho about planning trips and birthday parties and events. And if I ever went out of town to visit friends, I would literally schedule out and make plans for every single day that I'm there visiting people. And I just, I really loved being organized. I like a method to the madness. I thrive in chaotic situations. I just, I really I loved all of that. And I'd always be the one to throw anniversary parties or birthday parties or baby showers. And, you know, I always did that because I loved it. So why not make a business out of it? And it's, it's been a couple years now, almost two or maybe two into my business. And I'm still fumbling through some of the small business owner ins and outs, because I feel like I'm never going to be mentally prepared for all the things that all the housekeeping that there is for being a small business owner. But otherwise, I love it. It's wonderful. It absolutely fills my cup. I'm so grateful and so blessed with all my couples. I just I just could not imagine doing anything else. And also, how have I not been doing this for the past 10 years? But I know timing is important. You fall into what you're meant to be doing at the right time. So that is that. I, let me think if there's any other things about me that I should share. Um, I don't know. I think, I think that might be it. I'm sure I could go on and on about myself forever, but I just wanted to share some things that I'm not sure that most of you knew. And 
I'm an open book. I strive to be transparent in my business. And if you know me personally, I'm a very open, very transparent person that I think is pretty easy to talk to. If you've been going through IVF issues or if you have anything IVF related or any IVF questions, I can answer them. Although mom brain is a real thing. So I'm going to try my best to remember that time in my life. Not that I blocked it out, but it was just, it was a minute ago <laughs> and I, I can barely remember, like I have 800 spreadsheets to remember all my things. So I'll try my best to answer your questions if you have them. And if you're just nosy and really want to know anything about my previous marriages or anything regarding any of that, I'm also an open book. Um, please feel free to ask. I'm nosy and I just like to know things sometimes. So feel free. And Furthermore, for the rest of this podcast and the rest of these episodes, I really want to talk about wedding stuff. Definitely wedding planning, what it's like being a wedding planner, you know, wedding planning ins and outs, tips and tricks, some fun design aspects. Um, And I really just have a lot of people that I want to interview and a lot of topics that I want to touch base on. Instagram is such an amazing platform and there's so many people spouting knowledge everywhere that you look and just some of them that I've come across and some people that I've come to know and love. I just think they have so many amazing beneficial things to say. And there are so many people planning weddings in the world that just, I think, have so many questions or just want to make, want to know that they're not alone and want to be able to talk to other brides and hear from other brides going through current situations like COVID and how are we handling that? And just, there's so many things going on. The world is sort of a dumpster fire right now. And I think there's a lot of things that we could touch base on. And hopefully some of that is beneficial. And if not, I really just like to talk. So either way, it's a (laughs) win-win. But we will be interviewing some brides, some real brides on here, some newly engaged couples, some past brides. I really want you to hear from other brides as well as other industry wedding industry vendors and, you know, touch base on current topics and all things weddings. So stay tuned for the next episode.